0: So somebody who has been following the issue of Saudi Arabia, their role in the world energy market, and their relationship with the United States has been Terry Strada. She uh, unfortunately lost her husband uh, in the September 11th attacks, and she's the chair of 9-11 Families United, and she's been the loudest voice calling out a lot of uh, the, the misconduct on the part of Saudi Arabia. Terry Strata joins us live now. Thank you so much for joining me on the radio, Terry. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you for having me.
0: Terry, what exactly do we know? Uh, just remind us uh, over the course of the last 20 years at this point about Saudi Arabia's role in the September 11th attacks. What do we know for a fact?
1: Uh, What we know for a fact now, with all of the um, information that's been coming out from President Biden's executive order, uh, ordering a declassification review of all of these investigative reports, is that several Saudi officials um, who were working within the uh, Ministry of Islamic Affairs were sent to the United States and they had anti-American, pro-Wahhabi beliefs, and they were sent here working in intelligence agencies, and had very strong connections to some of the nineteen hijackers, as well as Al Qaeda. Um, we know with telephone records and, and other things that, while they were talking to the hijackers, they were also talking to Al Qaeda, and that money was being transferred through these um, some of these agents as, as high up as Prince Bandar, who was the um, the ambassador you know, in the Saudi Arabian um, embassy in Washington, D.C. So he was transferring money to these handlers. And so was his wife. Money was going through her bank account as well.
0: And uh, one of the things that I've always found amazing about this whole thing is that it didn't seem to matter whether it was Democrats or Republicans who were president, old, young, black, white. um, They all seem to have a role in wanting to – protect the Saudi government and not allow a full accounting of Saudi Arabia's role in September 11th. In fact, uh, President Obama, that was his uh, his veto. The only veto that he had and the only one that was overturned was a bid to protect the Saudi royal family from lawsuits that would have resulted from the victims of of terrorism. Uh, President Biden indicated in part with that executive order that you just alluded to that he was going to sort of fast-track the process of opening up the books of what we know about Saudi Arabia and their role in the September 11th attacks. Has President Biden done that? Has he been true to his word as far as you're concerned?
1: Um, Yes and no. And you're absolutely right that every administration has worked against us. And it did start with President Bush when he uh, agreed to get all of the uh, relatives of of Osama bin Laden, you know the bin Laden family and and these Saudi nationals out of the United States within days of September 11th, and that was at the request of Prince Bandar. Um, he then also redacted a complete chapter of the intelligence um, investigative reports back in 2002. A joint inquiry, you know, that the Senate, and the Congress, or in the House, together did an investigation into our intelligence. Activities before and after September eleventh, and he excised a complete chapter that had to do with the kingdom. Um so he started the the hiding of the facts and the information that we could have had about the kingdom. Then, when the nine eleven commission was commissioned to do its work, it wasn't properly funded, and it wasn't given the amount of time needed to do the investigative work to have a full accounting. So again, the kingdom was not fully investigated in that body of work either. Like you said, President um, Obama followed through with his vetoing of a bill, a le- piece of legislation that would allow any victims of a terrorist attack on US soil to hold a nation accountable for the role that they played. And now we have President Biden with his executive order, which has been the most um, favorable to the families of any administration. Has he kept it? No, they are not following through. They are missing deadlines. They are. um, That's
0: our government that's missing deadlines, right? Not the Saudi government. Yes,
1: yes, the intelligence agencies that are tasked to go through these reports, the CIA, the FBI, um, the Department of National Intelligence. She knows that this is happening, Averill Haynes. Uh, that uh, so does the AG they all know that they are tasked to do this and they are not they are like I was just starting to say missing deadlines they are refusing to look for certain documents um, out of hundred thousand pages you know we've gotten less than ten percent so they're not fully complying but what we have gotten has been explosive in some you know, in some ways, I mean, we have found out a lot of things we didn't know before, but there's a lot more to learn.
0: All right. Well, hopefully uh, and I know you're you've been a crusader for truth for a long time. Hopefully uh, we get some more answers. Now, we learned over the um, we learned last week that apparently the the administration wants to pivot towards replacing whatever we're going to be missing in Russian energy with Venezuelan and maybe Saudi Energy And they're going to ask OPEC, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, other oil producing countries to produce and pump more oil, which means more American dollars will go into the hands of Saudi Arabia and the Saudi royal family. What was your reaction to this? What's wrong with this plan?
1: Well, our reaction, my reaction is very strong that you cannot have any conversation with Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince. Without talking about the role that they played in 9-11, especially with all of this new evidence that's come out. So we shouldn't be dealing with them. We shouldn't be asking them to produce more oil. Like you just said, American taxpayers pay them more money. Um, But more importantly, he's the one that's going to start to say, you know, if you want to deal with me, you've got to deal with a lawsuit. And that's really backwards because, no, no. Crown Prince, you have to deal with the lawsuit. You have to deal with the responsibility that your government played in sending these agents over here to the United States that then tasked their other agents to work with the 9-11 hijackers. You know, those 19 hijackers, 15 of them were Saudi nationals. Osama bin Laden was a Saudi national. Saudi Arabia was up to his eyeballs in helping promote the attacks, giving them logistical um, and financial aid that they needed to carry out the attacks, and, you know, all in this um, effort to spread Wahhabi, anti-American radical beliefs, and they need to own up to all of that and admit where the responsibility lies, which is within their government agencies, and take responsibility. Before we start dealing with them and, you know, producing more oil.
0: Now, aside from the role that they played in the September 11th attacks, which uh, I think is reason enough to stop giving them more money and being so dependent, have our economy and our national security issues be so dependent upon them. Uh, there's a number of other very disturbing human rights abuses that the Saudi royal family is responsible for, isn't there? Well,
1: yes. I mean, um, there's a lot of human rights. But, you know, that isn't something I can actually use as leverage, right? I can't say what they're doing over there uh, needs to stop or change, and we shouldn't do it. Morally, we should not. Um, but legally, the only footing that I have is the crimes against humanity that were perpetuated on this country on September 11th. You know, that was a horrific attack killing nearly 3,000 people on American soil that they've never um, been held accountable for. And yeah, they're bad actors in a lot of other arenas. And, you know, the, the, The accusation against Khashoggi and and the proof that's there that they're responsible for that as well, the killing of Jamal Khashoggi, all of it needs to be out in the open and dealt with much more effectively than we have in the past.
0: It was also reported that on Saturday they uh, executed 81 people convicted of crimes in the largest known mass execution carried out in Saudi Arabia in their modern history. Uh, the, the number exceeded uh, the toll of a January 1980 mass execution of 63 people. I mean, um, to me, I don't know if this is the kind of country that we want to be so in bed with. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree. And and it's horrifying to hear, right, that that they just did that, that they executed 80 men related to you know, it's, it's like they're trying to virtue signal, like, hey, you know, we are taking care of terrorism. You know, we we execute people over it. Well, that's a horrible um, solution. People aren't being given any, you know, trials or, or, or any ability to defend themselves. And I don't know what kind of ties they may or may not have had to terrorism. I do know for a fact many agents that they had over here – um, were directly tied with Al-Qaeda. And those agents have been brought back to the kingdom and are and living over in Saudi Arabia. Um, they, they have known ties to terrorism activities. And I'm not suggesting at all that they be executed. I'm just suggesting that they be held to account for the role that they
0: played. Now, obviously, um, this is outside of your purview, but... What would you do if you were Biden? I mean, he's in a pretty tough spot, as is the country. We're very, we're looking at uh, gasoline prices over $5 a gallon. The bottom line is we may not like the Saudis. We may not like what they do in their own country. We may not like uh, the fact that they uh, were responsible, at least in part, for the murder of 3,000 Americans, including your husband. But the bottom line is they have a lot of oil, which is the, the stuff that we need right now. Um, why? what would you do as an alternative to seeking the Saudi oil?
1: Well, you should never do business with a country that, you know, has a complete arm of its government um, vowing to kill and destroy Americans. I mean, you know, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and there's a handful of others, Sudan. Um, you should never be doing business with them. And we have oil, right? America, we are rich in oil. We are rich in natural gas. Um, We can open up the Keystone Pipeline, which is a conduit to bring oil from Canada. None of these things can happen overnight. They take time. From what I understand is it's a lot easier to turn an oil spigot off than it is to turn it back on again, but not impossible. Uh, We just need to become more energy dependent, not, I mean, independent, sorry, not dependent on these other countries. And we can do that. And we can also move towards a much greener um, energy solution, too. But that just takes time. I support both. You know, I support greener energy. Um, There's a way to get there, but you don't do it overnight. And you don't do it by shutting down the energy source that you do have. And you can never get rid of oil. Like you said in your opening remarks, it's used for so many things other than just at the gas stations. We're never going to be rid of it. We just need to find ways to do things better, more efficiently, cleaner energy. And we can do that. Um, But we need to be energy independent. Uh, To me, that's the solution.
0: We're talking with uh, Terry Strada. She's the chair of uh, 9-11 Families United. Her husband, unfortunately, uh, was killed in the September 11th attacks. She has led the charge to expose the role that the Saudi government has played in these attacks. And, uh, Terry, it, it would seem that the whole rationale for not wanting to import oil from countries like Venezuela, which we haven't been doing since 2019, or countries like Russia, which we're now no longer doing because of this invasion of Ukraine. It would seem all of that rationale and more would apply to Saudi Arabia, wouldn't it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, we can't... Again, the, the country of Saudi Arabia, you know... Since this executive order has been issued, all of the things that we're learning about how they had this charity system set up to, to collect money, to support al-Qaeda, to support terrorism, to support anti-Americans, um, you know, death to Americans at, at any cost, is, just needs to be dealt with honestly. We could have a relationship with Saudi Arabia. But you can't have one if they've never been held to account for murdering, you know, my husband, my friends, you know, three thousand people, all of the horrific damage that they caused to our economy, to our country, and that they would do it again, you know, until there's a consequence for your actions. What is stopping them? You know, we've never fully exposed all the cells that were set up here in the United States to support the entire network of terrorism in this country. It all needs to be out in the open and dealt with honestly, and then reset the relationship with the kingdom and move forward.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, Terry, we are going to be following your efforts very closely. I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us, and um, and please keep us posted going forward. Yeah, great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, a- T- Terry Strada.